Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. What is up, everybody? Welcome into Good Morning Football, presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky. Here we are in New York City, as the show always is. Yeah. Thursday, October 12th, I'm Colleen Wolf filling in for Jamie Erdahl. She's over in London for the Ravens and Titans. We got Peter Schrager, Hi. Kyle Brandt, Hi. Jason McCourty. The gang's all here. Very excited about week six, and it <laughs> is the lead block. Of a story. Yeah. <laughs> all right, let's welcome in Tom Pelissero. Thursday night football gets going tonight we got the Broncos and the Chiefs the last time the Broncos beat the Chiefs it was Peyton Manning and Alex Smith at Arrowhead it seems like eons ago unbelievable wow. so what are you keeping an eye on tonight Tom well Colleen let's talk about the injuries the Broncos getting one key reinforcement running back Javante Williams is off the injury report and good to go tonight against the Chiefs now We'll see exactly how the snaps play out in the backfield. Jaleel McLaughlin, you just showed the highlights from him last week, had a big game. Of course, Samaje Piran on that team as well. Williams is still atop the depth chart, though. Coming back from a quad injury that kept him out last week, you do wonder, is he going to get his full complement of opportunities? Outside linebacker Frank Clark out for tonight's game because of what the team is calling an illness. He made his debut last week in relatively limited fashion, will not get the opportunity to face his former team in this one. Meanwhile, Chiefs star tight end Travis Kelsey officially listed as questionable because of that ankle that he sprained last week in Minnesota. Kelsey, of course, taped it up, was able to finish the game, listed as a limited participant in practice this week. My understanding is it's trending upwards for Kelsey. The Chiefs do expect him to play tonight as long as nothing flares up during the day. 
And if Travis Kelsey's out there, Colleen, you would certainly anticipate that, like usual, Travis Kelsey's not coming off the field. Right, exactly. Even when Travis Kelsey isn't 100%, he's still absolutely a factor. We saw it last week when he came back from that ankle injury and basically willed that touchdown drive himself. Mm. So, Tommy P, thank you very much. Travis Kelsey, as uh, Tom just mentioned, is expected to play tonight, so we'll see what happens. He is officially questionable. But take a look at the production from the Chiefs wide receivers so far this season. Justin Watson leads that group with 219 yards over five games. Just for context here, Tyreek Hill leads the league with 651 yards, nearly triple Kansas City's top receiver. So and he was once a chief. Exactly. I know. Pretty wild. It, this is always the question, it seems, the perennial question with the Chiefs. But do you think the Chiefs' lack of a wide receiver at this point will be finally their Achilles heel? And should they be shopping for one? Mm. Interesting. You know, in the DeAndre Hopkins sweepstakes was going yeah. on. People were like, Chiefs, Chiefs, Chiefs. And it's like, the Chiefs don't need him. The Chiefs don't need him. The Chiefs are fine. Look, they did it last year with without Tyreek, very quietly, when you don't resign McCall Hardman, when you don't resign Juju Smith-Schuster, and you don't really bring in anybody else, you're now down even more of these guys. And I look, and I, and I have to think that the Chiefs might want to at least consider some other options. Look at this right now. This is just from the wide receiver position. Catches. Juju last year at this time was their leader. Hardman was third. Rishi Rice, the rookie at SMU, is their leading receptions guy from their wide receiver position. At some point, I wonder if this catches up to them. And it didn't last year. It didn't last year. Remember last year in the playoffs? It was like Valdez Scantling stepped up and had a huge yeah. game. And then in the Super Bowl, Sky Moore and Kadarius Tony. Those guys haven't done it this year. Sky Moore has been invisible this season. So Kelsey's questionable. Tom just said he's going to play or we expect him to play. I'm not putting any words in his mouth. I would think he's going to play. I also think Taylor Swift will likely be in the building. You know, we got to put skip off one her. week and she's back now. She had the air. She didn't need to buy her. She had the movie last really? night in LA. It's really buy though. I'd be that shocked. Is. I'd be shocked if Amazon and the, all the big wigs oh. from Amazon are there and Taylor's not in the building. Okay. That said, you're insinuating there's a business factor. Taylor True love, be, Peter, don't believe in it. Taylor ain't missing this one. <laughs> Primetime, she ain't missing this one. That said, I look at this and it's like, will you miss Juju's leadership? Will you miss Hardman's leadership? Both those guys have done nothing for their new teams. Like, nothing. Juju's been invisible <laughs> up in New England. Yeah. And then you go down to what we see in, in the Jets. Hardman can't get on the field. So yeah, yeah. I don't know if they missed by not going for DeAndre Hopkins and maybe that would be the whole game changer because he's been great for Tennessee and he's been, he's been everything they hoped he would be. But I also don't think it's too late. If they wanted to bring back one of the guys from last year, even though they don't look like they're lighting it up in their current places, or if they wanted to get a veteran like that. But as far as shopping for like a Justin Jefferson or anything like that, like no, yes. I don't see that happening. Yeah. They got through this last year, we did this last year, and they ended up still winning the Super Bowl. Quickly, Jason. You, you want Taylor Swift there tonight, don't want or don't care? Which is it? Don't want don't and, actively don't. and don't care. Okay. Don't want, don't, want. don't care. Want and care. Can I give you one reason why you might want? And I, I, Talk to me. Al Michaels tonight might be on one. Yeah. Like, I, I'm very interested <laughs> in Al being encouraged, forced to acknowledge Taylor okay. and to talk about it. And I don't think he's interested in yep. doing that. So I want that. That's good. I, I, I love that. You're so I want right. him to read copy that someone made him read. Like, 
That's going to be very entertaining. <laughs> About the football, if we're going to look at these Chiefs, you have to look at them. I'm starting to look at them like um, Brady Patriots. Okay. Like, we're going to do this with Mahomes for years. We're just going to do it. We already have been. We're going to keep doing it. Mm -hmm. So many different manifestations of the Brady Patriots. You know, the early little plucky ones with Troy Brown, the uh, light up the sky Randy Moss ones. Then we're like, oh, we got two-star tight ends. Then there's these clunky years where it's like it's Gronk and it's Edelman and everything's across the middle. We're in a new manifestation of the Chiefs right now. One thing that Patrick Mahomes has never had in his NFL career, he has never had a thousand yard rusher. Enter Isaiah Pacheco. He has never had that. The last thousand yard rusher for the Chiefs organization was Kareem Hunt. That is Alex Smith era. That, that's a different deal. So if you want to say, well, the Sky Moore and Ray Shea Rice and all that, I, I'm, they don't blow my hair back either. But that guy does. And they've never had that. This, it is his show. It is not Clyde Edwards-Alaire. It is not the first-round pick. It's the seventh-round pick. If you look at the carries, it's not even close. Behind Pacheco, the Chiefs' leading rusher after Pacheco is Mahomes. So it is the Pacheco show. It is going to be his on pace, all that stuff, for 1,000, 1,100, 1,200. Never seen that from Mahomes, ever. And as we're saying here, lamenting his wide receivers, you know, what are they, 3-1 and one right now? Like, they're going to be 13-4. and four. They're going to be 12-5. and five. They're going to be what they always are. But we're not going to have Tyreek, and we're not going to even have uh, the downfield guys. It's going to be different. It's going to be the guy who runs. We, we always talk about Pacheco's run. He does this. He, Jason, help me. He, he does like. Stomping on ants like as he walks around. It's crazy. He's pissed off. Like, you, you think like, you're supposed to run. He just goes like. <laughs> it's, it's, he stomped running. He runs up into the ground. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, like Isaiah, go for it. He's like, no, I want to go down. down. <laughs> and it works for him. It's just like, bam. Bam, bam, to a thousand yards. We've never seen uh, Mahomes with it. I think we will this year. Okay. So it's tiring to run like that. I love a demo. It's a good demo. Huh. Yeah, Fire. Barrow. <laughs> Isaiah, I bet Isaiah never pops a button on his shirt when he runs. <laughs> no, no, he look good. Oh, my yeah, God. He looked really good. Jason, talk about the game. I, I'm looking at him. You talk about a thousand yard rushing. I look at it as they haven't needed to have one because it has been the Mahomes show. And he has right. been able to spread the ball around to so many people. And I love the Brady comparison because we didn't always look at Brady's receivers as the top in the league, but when you put them with Brady, when you put them with Mahomes, that's where you get to see them at their strength. I do think at this point, the Chiefs should be shopping and looking for a receiver. You think huh. about it last year, Kadarius Toney was traded for from the Giants. They brought him over to the team. He had a huge role. At a punt return in the Super Bowl, he played a big part in them. That hasn't taken place this year. So as you look around the league, and obviously for Chiefs fans, they want everybody. Mike Evans has been mentioned. It's like Tampa Bay's going to win their division. They're not giving up Mike Evans. Talk about McCall Harmon. They had a chance to resign him. They didn't want to. But I think they need a veteran. Juju Smith-Schuster had over 900 yards receiving last year. He played a huge role for oh, them in that room. Exactly. So you look around the league, and I'm looking at guys like people have mentioned Darnell Mooney. I'm like, oh, Justin Fields, a young quarterback. Like, Do we really want to get rid of our second target for that? Uh, Jerry Judy, Hollywood Brown. Those are guys that you're saying, all right, they're on rookie deals during the last year of their deal. That might be a good pick. I heard somebody mention Kyle Pitts from the Atlanta Falcons. Oh. He, hasn't, he hasn't worked out well in Atlanta. Two tight ends, but Pitts is a guy. He's not blocking anybody from a tight end position. He's a guy you split and you put all around the field. I think that would be interesting to see how Andy Reid could possibly use oh. a guy like Kyle Pitts, who for whatever reason in Atlanta after his rookie year, it just hasn't been there. 
there. Jonu Smith has better numbers yeah. than Kyle Pitts yeah. right now at the tight end position for the Atlanta Falcons. So to me, that would be an interesting pickup to see Kyle Pitts in a Chiefs uniform and what he could possibly do. What about one of these – they went to the Giants and got one of their castaways last yeah. year, and it worked out. Now, Tony hasn't been great this season, obviously. He hasn't yeah. had the opportunities. He's already put blame on himself. But in the Super Bowl, he had a punt return for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. He had another play. Yeah. He was awesome. What about like a Darius Slayton or a Sterling Shepard? Does that do anything for you? Because you look at the teams that have high-cost receivers okay. who were supposed to be contenders and they might be bound. Like, Justin Jefferson's not going anywhere, obviously. Mm-hmm. The Vikings mm-hmm. are disappointing. I don't know if any of the Patriots have wide receivers. Speak to Veach. Is, is this like this his MO? Like he would get someone you yeah. think right now? Yeah, yeah. and Andy would say, yeah. get me Andy, someone. Yeah. 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 I, I love a Kyle Pitts idea, though. Yeah. I'm sure Kyle Pitts would absolutely <laughs> love it, too, because like they're just not throwing to him downfield. They don't like, want to trade Kyle Pitts just right before they trade for Kirk Cousins. Like that's not going to work. Yeah, it's not going to work. Not at all. There when Cousins gets there. But <laughs> I, I feel like the answer to this question is yes and no, because okay. they do the Chiefs need a number yeah. one wide receiver to win? Win a Super Bowl? No, no they already Last proved they that yeah. they, they they don't after they traded away Tyree Kill with Juju Smith-Schuster as their guy. But also, if they want to maximize the Super Bowl winner or this window, of course they need to go and explore the options, see what's out there. I mean, imagine like a Devontae Adams in this offense. That would be absolutely insane. But, you know, that would not happen because you're not going to trade in division. But just there's so many different fun people that you could plug in. The offense is obviously off in Kansas City. Mahomes has had to scramble more than he's ever done in his entire career. He's throwing shorter. I mean, he just yeah. doesn't have as much time. They're having He's having to hold on to the ball longer. The offensive line isn't totally holding up for him. At right tackle, I think we have a board here. You can see that their right tackle, Juwan Jennings, is, or Juwan Taylor, leads the league in penalties right now rough. with 10. Four in one game. That's, I, I, I mean, they have really good other players there, but they have these problems that they need to fix, and the wide receivers that they have right now are just not getting separation. They have Travis Kelsey, yeah. who can cover up a ton of stuff even when he's hurt, but we saw what happened when he was not in there week one, and the wide receivers and Patrick Mahomes just couldn't get anything done to finish that game against the Lions. MVP odds right now. Do you know who's first MVP odds? Like, if it was to be right now, who's got the best, like the big favorite right Josh now? Josh Allen? Tua? Travis. Kelsey. It's Patrick Mahomes. So despite all that and everything, Why? they're still 4-1, mm. and one, doing it all himself, making it work, these big plays. He's still the leader right now. What are right his now. stats like? He has MVP stats? Like, I know he's had really? stats. Solid like, stats. We're all seduced by other people. But Tua's second, Hurts is third, Brock Purdy's fourth, Allen's fifth. McCaffrey, not... Not even close. Wow. Not running back. It's week they don't six. <laughs> um, that would, if he were to get those votes, that would make him the king. Oh, my God, Peter, what is that? Oh, baby, hang tight. We got Vinny Testaverde and the Creamsicles. The Bucks are breaking out the Creamsicles this weekend. We've got a little discussion about that coming up. Eric Rett. Eric <laughs> Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at tmobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. 
Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a -a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. Creamsicle jerseys bring back a special, special time of the NFL. The Buccaneers struggled at first in the Creamsicles. They lost their first several games. And yet, in 1979, they had a dream season coming out of nowhere and winning a playoff game in the 1979 NFC Divisional (laughs) Round. 79, okay. Brett Musburger is going to set the scene for us. (laughs) You are looking live at the beautiful skyline of Tampa, Florida, where all eyes are focused on this stadium. It's the Buccaneers and the Philadelphia Eagles in an NFL playoff game. An ocean of orange, the home field advantage for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. There they come, running out. Uh, Winning that playoff game in 1979 and going to the NFC Championship. Jason, who was the starting quarterback (laughs) for the 79 Buccaneers? Here are the choices. A, Doug Williams. B, Vinny Testaverde. C, James Shaq Harris. Or D, Archie Manning. Oh, man, 1979. I wonder what my mom and dad were doing at that time if they were thinking about a young I know I, what I might remind when I was born in 79 <laughs> I was gonna ask when you were born Jason <laughs> um I'm going to go like uh, Shaq attack I'm gonna go that's actually where I'm going I'm going Shaq. with James Shaq <laughs> Harris just, legend yes I'm going with James Shaq, Shaq Harris. Harris a legend that's the wrong answer the yeah. correct answer might surprise you Doug Williams, Doug Williams. Oh. was the quarterback played five seasons with the Buccaneers from 78 to 82 uh. And during that time, he led Tampa Bay to three different playoff berths. And in the 1979 season, took them all the way to the NFC Championship game. They would lose to the Rams. Doug Williams, of course, would go on to win a Super Bowl with the Washington Redskins at the time. Now they're the Washington Commanders. Doug Williams, a legendary Tampa Bay Buccaneer in the Creamsicles. We're learning something. I know I'm in Washington, so I'm like, like, Tessa Verde was later. Can I I contribute to what we're learning? Uh, They're called the Creamsicles. The the reason they chose this color for the uniforms at the onset of it was to mirror the citrus, the oranges. Oh, really? It's not a Creamsicle thing. It's actually an orange thing, and they wanted to reflect the orange groves in Florida. That's why. I love that. I like it even more now. And I already loved it. Are you a little like, why Rashad White? Were you thinking like Mike Evans or God? I thought number one, that makes sense. That's what it was. I want to give you number one. Rashad White from 
What is it? San Antonio University? Mount, Mount San, San Antonio, Antonio College, College yes. in California. Which is neither in San Antonio nor on a mountain. <laughs> <laughs> Mount San Antonio. We love Rashad White. Colleen. Okay. One of the weird facts. We were talking yesterday how Desmond Ritter's never lost a home game. Yeah. One of the weird uh -huh. facts was that the Buccaneers went years and years and years without a punt return for a touchdown. So they yeah. started in the late 70s. I remember that. In 1994, all right, okay. nearly 20 years after being a franchise, the Buccaneers finally returned their first punt for a touchdown in franchise history, 18 years after they started as an organization. The Bucs scored their first punt return for a touchdown against <laughs> whom? What? The logo on the screen even. Okay, all right. Falcons, Packers, Lions, Saints. Now remember, they were in a division that was the NFC North at the time. Oh, oh, all right. It was the NFC Central, right? Yeah, NFC Central. Yeah, Central. So now, now it's the Central, but Tampa was in their division. It was Detroit, Minnesota, Chicago, Green Bay, yes. and Tampa Bay. All that, yeah, yes. Okay, all right. <laughs> well, uh, then I'm gonna say Detroit. Give me the Lions. Yeah. Okay. All right, I have to set this one up also. Okay. This is one of the reasons we do mixed bag trivia. All right, so this is the seventh game on Fox in Fox's first year doing NFL. Oh, man. So they had to put a crew together. Are we gonna get Cletus? <laughs> the play-by-play -play guy was Mike Breen. Wow. And voice of the NBA right now. Oh yes. my God. The analyst <laughs> bang, bang, was Marcus Allen, who by the way, was a current player on his bye week at the time. That's cool. <laughs> Is that true? Mike Breen and Marcus Allen with the call for the first ever Buccaneers punt return for a touchdown. Come on, Lions. Beautiful high kick. Turner at his own 19. Crosses the 30, still going. Turner's got some room. He's got one man to beat. No flags, touchdown, Buccaneers. Vernon Turner, an 81-yard return. The first ever punt return for a touchdown in Tampa Bay history. You're absolutely right. He did a great job of picking up his blockers and got around on the pick and fence to the right side and took it all the way to the house. Oh my God. The style oh, points. High-stepping, yes. right? Up. You guys never, and then Mike Breen on the call. Yes. We're, we're doing it. All right. uh, I remember for every Buccaneers game, they would start every broadcast by saying, they've never had a punt <laughs> return, <laughs> ever, <laughs> ever. And now they tell us Desmond Ritter's never lost a home game. It's fun. That's it. Kyle, in 1984, James Wilder set the franchise single-season rushing record with 1,500 yards. He also sure. scored 13 touchdowns. Look how good those jerseys look. Rectangular shoulder pads. He was yeah. named to the Pro Bowl. Yes. Kyle, my question for you. The number one selling movie in the box office for the year 1984 was A, Gremlins, B, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, C, Blame It on Rio, or D, Ghostbusters? Well, Gremlins and Temple of Doom are bedfellows because they both brought about the um, PG-13 rating. Both those movies are rated PG in the theater. It was ridiculous. There's a Phoebe Kate scene in Gremlins that ruins Christmas. Don't ever have your kids watch it. Oh my God, Indiana I Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom is rated PG and they have a man's heart ripped out of his chest while it's still Terrible. eating. I don't know what Spielberg was on at the time. Actually, I probably do. I don't know Blame It on Rio. It's definitely a Ghostbusters. This is a phenomenon. Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters. Goes with the trap. Who would come in one of the pre-chosen forms? One of those. I could do the whole thing, but I won't. What do you got? Uh, D is right. It's oh, Ghostbusters. Correct answer. You nailed it. It was about a group of scientists, oh. you know, who they lost their jobs as professors. They opened a ghost-catching service nope. from an abandoned firehouse. That's Spangler. Yep. And then we got Stance, Vankman, and Zetamore. Those are the four. Are you, you know the craze me? that followed. <laughs> Obviously, uh, there's 
things like spores and molds and fungus and yeah. uh, Ray Parker Jr. <laughs> Ray Parker Jr. <laughs> and then a cartoon that followed a video game so much we love Ghostbusters. During the rectification of the Voldrani, the Traveler came as a large and moving Torg. Then during the third reconciliation of the last one, <laughs> the Kentris applicants, they chose a new form, form that of a giant slore. Many shubs and zools knew what it was to be roasted in the depths of the slore. That day I can tell you, Rick Moranis, we love you. Moranis steals oh, the show. Moranis during the party scene just having a blast <gasps> going is the best one. I invited clients instead of friends. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Week 9, oh. 2009. The Buccaneers brought the creamsicles back. Okay. During the 2009 Great. season. Okay. It was like the Josh Freeman era. That's right. Many of the 79 Bucks showed up to this game, and Leroy Selman was inducted into the Buccaneers Ring of Honor. This is 2009. We go to the fourth quarter. The Buccaneers are actually up three points on the Packers, and Rodgers has the ball in his own 10. Huh? What happens on fourth and 12? Was it A, a James Jones 90-yard back-breaking game-winning touchdown? Was it B, an Amon Green 90-yard back-breaking touchdown? Was it C, Tenard Jackson game-sealing pick six? Or D, Ryan Grant takes a halfback pass, throws it to Jermichael Finley, and they start moving the chains? Jason, Colleen, Kyle, we'll start with you, Colleen. Okay. Um... I, I do want to say James Jones, but I don't think it's that one. Um, I, in my heart, that's what I want to be correct. But I'm going to say it's, um, give me B. I'm okay. on green. All right, Ryan Grant's from my same hometown. Shout out Ryan Grant. I just wanted to do that, but the answer I'm going to go with is C. Tenard Jackson, game ceiling pick. Syracuse legend. He's had a few late in his career, but it was used to be like a comment when Rodgers would throw a pick six. It almost never happened. I think this is one of them. And I think he almost clotheslines Tenard Jackson at the five yard line. I think it's C as well. Okay, so let's set the scene one more time. Everyone from the 79 Bucks team that we started the segment with is there. It's a huge deal. They're beating Rodgers, and Rodgers was having an amazing year. We go to Sam Rosen and Tim Ryan <laughs> on the call. Rodgers, nobody coming open. And that pass tipped and intercepted. Being brought back by Tenard Jackson. Heading for the end zone. Touchdown! Three interceptions in the game for the Bucks. Six sacks. How wow. much credit do you give to the creamsicles? The creamsicle uniforms paid off. <laughs> Where are the rest of the year? There's Amazing. so much I can. Where do you want to start? Josh Johnson Josh Johnson's still Johnson. out in the NFL. Yes. Yes. Do you want to do Raheem Morris as a head coach? Yeah. Do you want to do Maurice Stovall, Notre Dame legend? Saw Rondé running around with yeah. Maurice Rondé, yeah. Ryan Sims, really the big cool. fella. Creamsicle uh, cool. jersey. The 2023 NFL International Series continues this weekend. Titans looking for their first win away from Nissan Stadium, playing the Ravens. Let's welcome in our eyes and ears across the Atlantic, presenter, broadcaster, event host, extraordinaire, Richard Graves. Thanks, Colleen. We are here at the Tottenham Hotspur practice facility because this is the facility the Baltimore Ravens are using throughout the course of this, this week. And yesterday is when it started to get serious because they had their first practice session. And following that, Coach John Harbaugh walked up these stairs around the podium and took his seat right here before looking out at the gathered media and saying, wow, this really does feel like Ted Lasso. Thankfully for Coach Harbaugh and the Ravens, it's football and not the UK's version of football he's concentrating on this week. To that end, there was no Jadavian Clowney at practice yesterday. He sat it out with an illness, although the Ravens do appear confident that he'll be available to suit up on Sunday. Odell Beckham Jr. and Morgan Moses were both limited participants. Outside of that, the Ravens have already been making friends here in London this week. 
They attended a flag football event yesterday with local children from the area. Coach Harbour and quarterback Lamar Jackson were both present uh, for that. And it might interest you to know that of the top 10 jersey sales in the UK through September, we found out yesterday that Lamar Jackson was number two. Tight end Mark Andrews came in at number 10. So the Ravens already proving popular ahead of Sunday's game. Thank you, Richard. All right, let's bring in Will Selva across the way with some news. Will, good morning. Good morning to you. I had to say the Patriots have not been looking good, that's for sure, despite pulling Mac Jones from the past two games. Head coach Bill Belichick saying Wednesday that Jones will remain the starter for the Pats. As for Jones, he admits he needs to play better and thinks part of that is enjoying the game again. We're out there playing a game that we love. Right now it's not looking too good, but we got to flip the switch, right, and start over and figure out ways to go out there and and have fun and sling the ball around and um, guys go make plays and then celebrate with each other too. Like, we work so hard. It's been such a theme that, you know, we haven't really scored a lot of points, but when we do, we got to go out there and celebrate and enjoy it. Well, Dolphins straight back Devon Achan placed on injured reserve due to the knee injury he suffered in the Week 5 win over the Giants. He'll miss at least the next four weeks. Achan took to Instagram to give updates on his status, saying, quote, only the strong survive. I'll be back better than ever. And as the gang talked about earlier, we're all excited to see the Bucks Crimsicle Unis on Sunday against the Lions and to celebrate players including Antoine Winfield Jr. and Rashad White, whose jerseys both are being worn by a couple members of our crew, visited two local elementary schools, pass out creamsicle swag, and take part in fun activities with the students. Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, Have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. 
Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. So the reigning um, NFC champion Eagles are another team that we have our eye on this week for week six. They're taking on the Jets on Sunday. And when any team takes on Philly this season, you know what they're going to get asked about. They're going to get asked about the famous brotherly shove. Here's Mm. what Robert Sala had to say about it. Uh, a lot of respect for it because there's other teams trying to do it too. But, you know, the reality is, they're, I mean, they're really good at it. I mean, it feels like the quarterback is wearing a bulletproof vest when you look at him. He's got all that padding on. But, you know, whether they get it, we're going to do our best to try to stop it. And they do a lot of stuff off it too. They got reverses. They got pop passes. They got stretch plays. They, they do a lot. So you got to be sound. You got to be disciplined. So we'll, we'll we'll do our best in that regard. And But if the quarterback carries the ball, we got to give him 11 kisses. Why and just you? figure out a way to do that. <laughs> what? Uh, 11 <laughs> kisses. Kisses is great. Okay. Okay, so the Jets will have to worry about the brotherly shove, as every team does that plays the Eagles. They also, the Jets have never beat the Eagles, like ever. They are 0-12 all time against Philly. So how can the Jets shock the world, shock the Eagles on Sunday, Peter? Can it be done? They made some news in that locker room. I love Quentin Jefferson. He's a longtime uh, NFL veteran, and he was running his mouth a little bit here. As you see on the back cover here, the butt Butt crumble. crumble. Okay, and he was saying that the Birds' Kelsey lines up illegally, and it's an unstoppable play on Twitch push because Kelsey's doing it illegally, and he's saying that Kelsey gets lined up in such a way that you can't get lower than him, and it's illegal, and they should change it. All right, so that's Quentin Jefferson. I looked at how they dominated Aaron Donald with the bu- with the push mm-hmm. tush, and I'm like, all right, well, no one can do it. If there is a team in the NFL that is going to come in with a head of steam and do it, it is going to be the New York Jets. Look how they built their roster. Take a look real quick at all of these names, these big fellas that have been told mm. our strength of our team is our front seven. I give you this because I don't think there's a deeper front seven of just names and bodies that all play and they rotate. And it's like, you talk to folks about this play and it's, well, they have the unfair advantage because they control the snap count. So you have to always be late. The Jets' philosophy all week, and this comes from sources in the building and also here in quotes, they've got to be the aggressors. So if they're offsides on this play and it's encroachment, but they might get a lick on somebody to get them early and send a message, so be it. Mm-hmm. The Jets are not going to be just bullied around. That's not their philosophy. And we know that they're built from the inside out on defense and that, yes, Sauce and Reed, they're going to be oh guys on the outside, but they are built with the interior behemoths that they draft and that they go and they sign. And then they've got two of the best players in football this season that just happened to be a brother duo. And I'm not talking about the McCourties. I'm talking about the Williams brothers. Quinnen and Quincy are having outstanding seasons. Quinnen, we know, big ticket guy. Where's number 95? Got the huge contract. And then you've got his brother Quincy, who might be playing linebacker better than any player in the NFL not named Fred Warner this season. The two of them have to look at this and look in the mirror and say, season's on the line, yes. Eagles are coming to our town. You know they bring all their fans. Let's be the team that stops this thing. Let's be the team that actually holds this offense. And let's be the ones that everyone walks away and says, you know what? The Jets bullied the Eagles around. I know about Stoutland University. I know about that Eagles offensive line. The Jets for the past four years have spent a lot of money and a lot of time and a lot of investment and a lot of wasted breath if they can't do it on the toughness of that defensive line. If I'm the Jets right now, I'm looking in the mirror and saying, we're not going to beat them in a shootout, but we will beat them in the trenches. And if they can do that and they can stop the push-tush and they can do a tush-push, whatever you want to call it, brotherly shove, whatever you need, if they can stop that and they can control the line of scrimmage, Jets have a chance Mm. here because Zach Wilson's not playing bad. Mm. 
and you know the rest of the defense is going to do their job. Jay, what do you think they're in like the D-line room this week for, for the Jets? What do you think they're saying, doing, strategy? Bunch of first-round picks in there. They yeah. must talk about it a lot. That I'm talking about specifically about that play. Yeah, and to what you just said of sources in the building and reading it, they're coming up with a plan to afford. So it's like, all right, we're not going to sit there. If it's third and one and it's fourth and one, if we let them just get the snap off and we're waiting for it, it's a first down. Like, it's automatic. So let's anticipate the snap count. Let's jump it. Maybe if we can push somebody back, we have a chance to stop it. But I like that approach of just saying, we're not just going to come in and let them run the play. Hell, we may go offsides every single time and give them the first down, <laughs> but we may discourage them from running this yeah. play if we're getting a good what, hit. You I think, love how worried they are about it, What do you it, think of Salah saying 11 kisses on Jalen Hurts, meaning that's 11 bodies, put a body on this guy? I, I love that because we used to always laugh about that. You'd have a big hit in the defensive room, and it was like, oh, he just gave him a little kiss. Mm. Is that right? <laughs> yes, because that like your football is loving but it's kind of the way of saying, or Chris Simpson, you got to go hit the quarterback. Now. You can't say that out loud. Like, Robert Sala can't say, we're going to take him out. So, yeah, we're giving some There's two phases of this thing. Because sometimes you'll see Hurts will get kind of stopped initially. Yeah. It's the second. And it's the second. So, I think if you're the Jets, you can make the initial stop with Quinnen at Al. It's going to be the linebacker types yeah, who are going to go over Quincy the top. Williams, yeah. And CJ and Quincy, like, they need to Palomalu that thing. Like, and yes. guys try it, but they can't ever. I do think it's stoppable. If you time the second wave, and I think the Jets might have the linebackers to do it. Yeah. It's kind of cool. It's going to be fun. Kind of like they need a lot more to, they need to worry about a lot more than just that, no, though. No, no. But that's, that's <laughs> yeah. been, the, that, that's been right. the one thing that no team can solve. And if, even if it's a sense of pride, if the Jets can be the ones to be like, we stuffed it three times. Like, yeah. they didn't do it. Like, that's a thing. That's and a that, good point. That feeds mm -hmm. into it, right? What, I would what, think. What I love we'll is. Also still lose 31 to nothing. Yes. Right? Like, and yeah. What I love is each and every week we're going to say, all right, this is the team to do it. Last week we were like, all right, the Rams have Aaron Donald. If there's anybody that can stop this play, they didn't stop it. So now it's Quinnen and Quincy and the whole crew. And, Shrek, something you just said was control the line of scrimmage. I think that goes for both sides of the ball. You look at the Jets, they've won two games this year so far, and both of those games, Brees Hall has averaged 152 Talk yards. That's the common denominator. If Brees Hall is able to go off, it gives this Jets team a chance to win the game. It takes pressure off of Zach Wilson, and it gives them an opportunity to make plays down the field. Now, the struggle is going into this game. They've already taken hits. We've talked Jets offensive line forever. Preseason, I remember Mike Garofolo was on. He showed their offensive line coach, Keith Carter, a still shot of him, and that was in the 7A block, and we're talking about Jets offensive line coach, but that's going to win them the game. And Elijah Vera Tucker towards Achilles, he's now on IR. You look at their, what their starting offensive line was at the beginning of the season. Dwayne Brown is out. Now Vera Tucker is out. Now Becton is playing left tackle instead of right tackle. You have Joe Titman in there, Mike Mitchell. You have new guys now. They only have two offensive linemen that are in their same spot, their center and left guard from when the season began. So now you're going against this Eagles team who has Jalen Carter, Fletcher mm. Cox, Hassan Reddick, and you have new offensive linemen that are going to be in there. But the only way for them to win the game, those guys have to show up and be able to run the ball behind them with Brees Hall. Right, because if the Eagles' defensive line isn't respecting Brees Hall and the run game, <laughs> Zach Wilson is in a lot, lot of trouble. Like, this needs to be the, first of all, the Jets' defense, they need to hold the Eagles somewhere in the 20s. Yeah. Like, they can't obviously play any type of, of catch-up, but the Jets' offense needs to hold up their end of the deal, too, because they have just been putting the defense in such bad spots all season long. The turnovers, the short fields, yeah. they're not maintaining drives. The defense is just absolutely gassed mm. at this point. So they need to, to do better as well. And then, I mean, Brees Hall, he needs to be dialed in again. Coming off that game last week, he looked 
absolutely mm -hmm. insane. Mm -hmm. He is such a good runner when when he can break off those runs, and he looked he's looking so much more comfortable on that knee yeah. at this point too, and you can really see that in games. But just using Brees Hall to keep the Chiefs on the sideline and to just control the clock, maintain these drives, keep the defense fresh, that's the formula. And I don't really think that they can pull off an upset, mm. but, I mean, if they stop the tush-push, mm. if they stop the brotherly shove, then, yeah, that'd be a nice first step. Well, imagine the defense is gassed and, like, they finally got them in, like, a fourth and short yeah. or, and they don't punt. They just come out and they do that bleeping play where they line up and they do the tush-push. Yeah. Let's get into this a little further. Okay. Did you hear what our guy Dallas Goddard was saying yesterday? No. What? First of all, Dallas Goddard sent us a little gift. This is the Eagles tight end. Go ahead. Dallas Goddard from Philadelphia sent us there. He goes on WIP. He says that during the brotherly shove, he runs his mouth. Here's a quote from that dude who I love. I told Aaron Donald he needs to come off the ball harder. I told a couple wow. people they need to get their weight up. I tell them, stop jumping. Lots of times, I just be telling them they should just give it to yep. us. Why, try? Why bother? Just give that it, concede. Awesome. You know what? You don't want to injure yourself. You don't want to tire yourself out. It's fourth and short. We're going to do the tush push. Why don't you just give us the what first down? Let's not get hurt. Why don't you just give us the touchdown? Because I know you're not going to stop. Mm -hmm. Aaron Donald's not doing squat. Come off the ball harder. You need to get your weight up. Philly's feeling themselves what and do you they think should of the Jets defensive line in the media talking to the Jets thing saying it's illegal and yeah. does that motivate Kelsey you think? Wah, right wah, a little bit yeah. of that? it's illegal they should ban it you should stop it yeah they should get their weight up yeah I mean, come on exactly. it's incredible this is what can I say because this yes. is what uh Quentin said he said look at Kelsey the bleep center is like this a defensive lineman Quentin Jefferson told the post mimicking a center stance but exaggerating how far forward he was leaning <laughs> and his head is over the ball Jefferson and John Franklin Myers a few lockers down were laughing in, a, in agreement that Kelsey illegally leans forward every single time mm. wow what I, what I love is Dallas Goddard talking trash during the brotherly shove and he's always <laughs> <laughs> all the offensive linemen and he's always on the outside he's 10 feet from the ball yes. doesn't Easily. it feel though like it's good, Jeff. this is like Philly in New York and you're a Philly girl it's, it absolutely does and it's like who's tougher yeah. you're gonna do your like I don't care about the score. This guy. Well, I don't care. You can beat us on that. You can do your razzle dazzle with AJ Brown. Who's tougher? Bring your tush push to here. Come to the Meadowlands. Bring your tush push. You know what it is. Philly's like, all right, come on down. Let's go. It's a classic when they line up to run that play. It's Kelsey being like, now you can't leave. Yeah, exactly. Bronx tail, right there. Come on, can't leave. That's so good. I'm so excited about this game, and I'll be watching it on NFL Plus. Maybe you should too. I'm gonna be flying back to LA. Gonna be in and out of airports. I need. NFL Plus because I need a live game on my phone and I can watch NFL Red Zone earlier in the day. The network as well. Colin, you ever watch NFL Plus on your phone and some losers trying to look on your phone? And yeah. Get out of here. Go hey, get you get NFL Plus, dude. You got a phone. You, you know what I've done? Sale. I've sat up and showed people in my section what's going on That's in the game. Flex. Hey. <laughs> Should be called NFL Flex. I'm telling you. Go to. Oh, that would be a great name. Go to plus.nfl.com. Terms and conditions apply. Do it now. Don't wait. Okay, still to come on the show. Week six. It is kicking off tonight in Kansas City. So what will the final score be? We have our lockbox predictions. Right. Some guys leaning over the armrest, trying to watch Colts Jazz on your here. phone. Yeah. Like, Mike, get out. You like, get buy me a coffee at the very least. Plus, <laughs> which offense has been more fun to watch this season? The Dolphins or the 49ers? Ooh. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. 
The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount.